Hello, I'm Tiffany Dillon. And I'm Kevin Dillon. And And this this is Fake Fake Headlines Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 98. Hello, fake friends. Welcome. Welcome back. Here we are. Here we are. We're back from our trip to Chicago. Yeah, we're well refreshed. We've had a few days off since we got back, but it's been great. Uh, we've had like a week and a half. I don't know how long it's been. 10 days. 10 days. But who's counting? But boy, it's been a great trip, but it was a great time and it was great to not be at work. Yeah. That's always good. Yeah. We got out of the house. Oh, it was so nice. We saw more than just these walls <laughs> and the grocery store. Uh, we, we saw a grocery store in another city. We did. <laughs> well, it, was, it was a Trader Joe, so we were familiar with the layout, but it was pleasant to be in a different uh, zip code. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Same great prices no matter what state you're in. Trader Joe's. <laughs> a real great grocery store. <laughs> uh, so catchy. <laughs> Tell them fake headlines sent you at the checkout. They <laughs> won't do anything. They'll wonder what you're talking about, but it'll be fun for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, uh, we spent... Sunday to Thursday in Chicago and it was a little scary flying for the first time. We weren't really sure what to expect, but it was okay. Yeah, not bad. We had our masks on and we also bought some face shields. Right. And that that uh made me feel better. I don't know about you. And you had a full hazmat suit on as well. I did. Yeah. yeah. I borrowed a, an astronaut uniform. Uh-huh. And uh yeah, we were pretty protected. Mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had our own oxygen we did. We brought our. We, we were dressed as scuba divers. <laughs> we had. We even wore the flip floppy things on our feet. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. It was easy to get them on and off th- during the uh, security, though. They were, they slip right on and off. Very yeah. Good traveling shoe. Absolutely. Good traveling Absolutely. shoe. Those flippers. And I had uh, I had galoshes on underneath. <laughs> now that I know what those are. <laughs> you had galoshes and you had those finger b- sh- sneakers on it, like y- your toes going to like little slots. <laughs> Shoot the other like shoe gloves. They're like yeah, they're like <laughs> gloves for your feet that are shoes. Yep. They're so weird. <laughs> Why do people wear those? I don't know. But Talking yeah. about weird things. What were you gonna say? No, go you're I think you're going there. Uh speaking of weird things, uh Let's talk about some quick highlights from our trip, shall we? Yeah, we'll talk about the plane. Like that, what was an interesting experience being on the plane, all fully covered with our faces and whatnot. Yeah, uh, we. <laughs> Believe it or not, sound travels very poorly through a mask and a shield and the sounds of the engine. <laughs> like the the flight was really quiet. Like there was not a peep out of anyone. Right. And uh, as it should be. As it should be. And we could, we Kevin and I wanted to communicate with each other, and so it just ended up being an hour long game of charades. <laughs> no winners, no losers, just fun. Just fun. And just then we fun. would occasionally get out our phones and we would just type just so we could see the words what we were yeah, trying to say. Yeah, yeah. But it really was like a charades game it was like all right two words uh yes i do want to drink yes i think i'm going to get a drink when they come yeah, by yeah yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was that was a fun experience because usually like if you're on a flight like that like you lean close into your partner or yell really loudly depending on what type of person you are a good person <laughs> or an asshole so uh and uh so we couldn't uh we didn't have the option of being a good or an asshole so um we uh trying to lean into each other while someone's wearing a ma- uh, shield impossible, impossible. Yeah. you just collide it's like trying to kiss with braces right, you know right. like it just it <laughs> you can't do it plus i had my i had a baseball cap on so like the brim was like hitting you in the head 
<laughs> and that was keeping us like a few inches apart too. So it was like just not well thought out, I guess. It was like w- w- weird face chastity belts. I like <laughs> couldn't You're even right. make out if we wanted to. It's true. <laughs> face chastity belts. <laughs> I mean, in the event of an emergency and oxygen dropped down, we would have been screwed. We would have had, we had like so many layers it to get through. It would have taken so long for everything to get off of our face we to would. put on a mask, sanitize it first, and then put the thing on our face. Right. It just it's squirting like misty purell into your body (laughs) close enough (laughs) misty purell is the name of a stripper in town very safe she's very clean very clean good for her she has covid mass over each breast oh that's so nice yeah (laughs) that's great that's great but yeah, it was a great, it was a great flight only <laughs> leaving from Buffalo. It's a quick jaunt to uh, Chicago. So it wasn't enough time to really get panicky about anything. And plus yeah. we felt pretty secure with our shields on. They gave us like a, they give you a one wipe when you board the plane to wipe uh, everything down. Yeah. Like I'm assuming, but they also gave us like we flew United and they get, and there was like text messages throughout the, throughout the boarding process, letting you know that they had just gotten done sanitizing the the plane and things like that. And I did mm-hmm. see people leaving the plane uh, with like a, it looked like a shark vacuum or like a steam, some kind of steamer thing. Wow. I don't know what it was, but yeah. that's what it looked like. So there were at least visually and, uh, and through text making you feel secure, like they were doing a good job cleaning. And I felt pretty safe on the plane. Yeah. I didn't think it was... Uh, like a, I mean, obviously there's gross air being recycled, but hopefully close contact with people, close contact, yeah. but everybody was, everybody was pretty good. There was no like weird, uh, yelling or anything like that nope. or any fights over masks or anything mm-hmm. like you see sometimes mm-hmm. online. So great, great experience uh, all around flying there. Mm-hmm. And we had some fun times in the city itself. We had some, we did, went on some sightseeing adventures. We, we had some did. good times. We did all these fun touristy things. It, and um, when we had been to Chicago previously, it, it was like around Christmas time. So you didn't really want to wander too far. Yeah. It was more of like a shopping trip, really. Yeah. Because we were only there for like a day yeah. at that point. But yeah. so this time we had a lot of opportunities to go through, do fun touristy things. Yeah. And the weather was perfect. It was like in the seventies and sunny. So it was one of the last couple days we were able to walk around outside without nine layers on so that's also great and eating outside yeah we had some good experiences uh well there was several uh sections of the city that were closed off the streets were closed off and they had outdoor dining available so we took we took advantage of that a couple a couple times and one of those occasions we sat outside uh for our anniversary that's correct and had some really great sushi shout out to roca for really hooking us up for our anniversary dinner they gave us free bubbly white wine and they gave us a free dessert which was outstanding and some kind of appetizer too remember they yeah they did they had a nice like really yeah it was oh man that i forgot about that that was so good yeah it was it was really delicious and it was really funny too because when we got there we they asked us if we wanted to sit at a, a high table or like a regular table and we're like yeah, let's sit at a high table because yeah, like we were we were both dressed nicely. I had this long black dress on and I was like, oh, I don't want it to like drag on the ground. Right. And I was wearing a zoot suit, of mm-hmm. course, you know. Yeah. I that's, love a short tie. Yeah, that's just what I do. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, long dress, short tie. <laughs> that's going to be the name of our shared novel. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's that a was... murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, so we, we, as we got to the table, uh, they were really high top tables. We, uh, a bit of a struggle getting up there on the, on the high highness. And, uh, and, and not only that, like the, the, the way it was set up, it was like, I don't know if there was some sort of metal platform there, but, um, the chair and the table, like all of it was kind of uneven. So we were both like, it was very uh, wobbly. 
<laughs> it was very uns and the chairs were very light and so it was a it was very uh unsteady light chairs that we were trying to ascend. they were wicker chairs they were wicker they were chairs wi- so kevin and i both having grown up as chunker little kids <laughs> Not really the safest thing we... No, I have had 40 years of anxiety over falling through the seat of a wicker chair or ruining somebody's, like, chaise lounge by the pool with the wicker or, like, the that plasticky sort of wrapped material. Like, that has always been my biggest fear. Or going to someone's house and they have, like, a porch swing, like, sitting on it and, like, r- ripping the bolts down. Immediately the, ruining yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> just I've, a lot of a lot of seating anxiety throughout my fat life. And um, so we got ourselves up on these stools and did uh, a little shake in, making sure we had everything finally even so that we we didn't feel like we were topsy turvy. Got everything felt good. I got I got a level out and I set it down on the table. Things seemed to be uh, construction grade, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, felt safe. And uh, then the waiter came over. Yeah, he came over and he was like, hi. And he stared at us for a moment. We're like, "Okay, this is starting off weird. And um, and he was like are you guys okay sitting here? And we're like, I, I guess. And he's like, well, I was watching you inside and you seem to have some trouble. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're both feeling a little uneasy about wicker chairs. I mean, we're both bigger people. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Would you like to sit over there? And I was like, like, I just wow. call us fat. Yeah. He just immediately agreed. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, okay. So he, he could he, have at least said, well, you are big boned. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 you carry it well for your height. Uh, and uh, so we, he showed us over to a different table that was uh, set up in the street and, and safely distanced away from everyone. Um, they had the whole street closed off for different perfect. restaurants. It was awesome. And uh, yeah, so like the rest of it was, was really great. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just the fat shaming before we started the, eating. The fat shaming. <laughs> Did that stop us from getting a free dessert and consuming it all, even though we had protested and said, oh no, I'm stuffed. No. No. And did that stop us from each ordering two rolls and then a third app, a third dinner of fried tofu that we then converted into an appetizer? No, we didn't. That didn't stop that us. That didn't stop us no. whatsoever. It was a celebration, damn it. Right. We had enough food for three humans. <laughs> <laughs> Between the two of us. Between I mean, the two of us. Isn't that normal? And by the time we got done, that table and chair were wobbly as well. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, so long, you fatties. <laughs> No, they were nice. I heard my chair sigh when I got up. (laughs) That was rude. It was just sad that you were leaving. (laughs) But it was delicious food and it was nice to be outside uh, dining one one last time before the winter arrives. (laughs) I don't think that guy intentionally... uh, didn't defend how our, yeah, our self-deprivation deprivation so. <laughs> that's not the it, word it was a sensory deprivation we, we were drinking uh, yeah but anyway yeah, it i was, think it was an unintentional uh, thing yeah, yeah i agree yeah. with that <laughs> um here's another weird thing that happened so i kevin um like maybe two months ago got me this really fun jean ralphio shirt uh from parks and recreation and it's it's like John Raphael, uh, you know, when he's shouting up into the air, the worst. And uh, it's like kind of like a take on those really silly moon um, wolf. Or like a howling at the moon. Howling thing, at the yeah. moon uh, t-shirts. And so it's John Raphael. So I'm walking down the street and it's right along Michigan Avenue. And we turn down a side street. And all of a sudden I hear this door fly open beside me. And this man just peeks out. And he's like, I love your John Raphael shirt. And then ran back inside the building that he was in. And I was like, <laughs> I turned to Kevin and I was like, that's how you do a cat call. That is how you do it. 
you run out of a building, tell a woman you love her outfit, and then run back inside. That's the only acceptable one. That is. That is very true. Other than that, <laughs> keep walking. <laughs> Kevin was supportive of this. He was. Yeah. The only time I, uh, someone yelled at me twice, uh, two different, not the same person, oh. but um, I was wearing a baseball cap that had a Buffalo and 716 on there for our local area code. Yeah. And on two occasions, there were people milling about outside of businesses, like dr- trying to drum up business. And they were like, hey, nice hat, man. I like your hat. Uh, that happened on two occasions. And at first I thought, oh, got, maybe that guy's from Buffalo or something, but I'm going to keep walking. I don't want to talk. And then it happened a second time. And I thought, oh, could that guy be from Buffalo too? And then I realized, oh, that's just a, a way probably to break the ice to the, get someone to do whatever they're doing. Yeah, that's but how at, they talk to you. Yeah, but at first I thought, oh, man, I'm pretty cool right now. With a Buffalo <laughs> hat on. <laughs> they nope. have no idea what 716 is. They don't is. care. They want me to sign up for Sprint or whatever they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> what they're doing (laughs) but yeah that was a fun a fun moment uh but the another thing too is in chicago right now there is a um uh, a monet exhibit going on at the uh, art institute where there's about 65 paintings from monet you know you know monet yeah famous artist guy we had no idea that he had such a, a connection connection to chicago it was like the first american city where his art was seen right yeah so there's definitely been a yeah and he's, he did a couple of exhibits there so yeah, yeah definitely a long incredible uh, long storied history there mm-hmm. uh so of course we had to take take a look at this because i mean we're we're not like uh big we're we enjoy museums and we enjoy looking at art and, and of Absolutely. course seeing famous artwork yeah is, uh, is pretty cool to us uh so we were standing outside the the art institute preparing to go inside and we see a guy run up to a row of bushes and he's full speed full speed i mean running as fast as he can Uh, i I assume he looked he was a lot faster than i could run (laughs) and he stuck his hand in the the bushes and he pulled out something and he like he like shook it in the air and smiled and and he looked back at us with like such joy on his face Uh, you've never seen a happier guy find something in a bush and uh, (laughs) he looked at tiffany and i he smiled and then he waved and then he just ran off full speed <laughs> down the street. And we're like, what the hell was that? And he ran to like the bus stop and then like settled down and kind of just started milling around down the block. And I'm like, what the hell was that? That was weird. <laughs> Whatever. You know, fine. So we, uh, so we go into the Monet, we go into the museum and uh, you have to get into like a queue to go see the exhibit. So you, they, you check in with your phone and they, they text you about an hour later and you're, yeah. you're able to go in. Yeah. So I'd say about an hour later. So, so yeah, it was about an hour, maybe, maybe an hour and a half later. We're inside. We're getting ready to go in. So we're standing in front of the exhibit and there's a big Monet in Chicago sign and some, some information about the exhibit. And a guy taps me on the shoulder and he's like, uh, Hey man, could you, would you mind stepping out of the way? I want to take a picture of the sign and immediately i recognized the hoodie me i didn't i didn't recognize it <laughs> it was the guy from outside i didn't recognize uh, the same joy that he had before yeah, yeah he wasn't as happy it was definitely the hoodie that was very colorful that yeah that rung a bell and i was like i go hey man i go you're the guy from outside that found something in a bush and got real happy and then ran off and, waved at us. <laughs> and i was like what and he just looked at me and he goes oh yeah that was you <laughs> and I go, yeah. He goes, yeah. I left my blunt there because I'm here with my family. <laughs> <laughs> and then he took his picture and walked off. He was like, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, man, I go have a great rest of the day. Like, yeah, you too, dude. <laughs> and he went off stoned as can be. <laughs> and I was thinking, I'm hoping he wasn't like, I don't know. He was there with his family. Was he there with his parents? Was he there with his kids? 
Either way, it's a very bizarre situation. <laughs> it's just funny that we would run into him again and just the, the look on his face. The look <laughs> on his face. So good. I think he enjoyed the blunt more than the painting, quite frankly. But I mean... It may have enhanced it. It may have enhanced it. It may Absolutely. have been some good shit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> we uh, Another museum that we checked out on our last day there, we went to the Writers Museum. Yes. And uh, that was pretty cool. It wasn't big. It was actually a little bit more interactive than what I expected. It was a little... um, It was high tech. Yeah, it was high tech and it reminded me of the Comedy Museum. Yeah, the National Comedy Center. Very similar type of uh, setup with touch screens and lots of interactive things, which of course right now a little scary. So they give you a stylus to use and there's lots of hand sanitizer throughout yeah, the place. Yeah, absolutely. It took a lot of precautions with all of that. Um, so if you are in Chicago, I recommend going to that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, there was some pretty cool exhibits. There was like kind of like a, a Mad Libs type thing where you can create a story. There, they also had some old typewriters there. Where you could write your own story or leave it there and let someone finish it. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. So we each, yeah. we each took a spin at that. Yeah, I took like an actual literal uh, approach to it and started to write a small story. Kevin, on the other hand, was sweet and romantic. I wrote Tiffany, uh, well, I wrote a letter sort of declaring my love for Tiffany on our anniversary. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm a shit. No. (laughs) (laughs) But I I was just really sweet and really romantic. So thank you. You're welcome. It was a lot of fun. It was fun to use an old electric typewriter. Yeah. I, I did not have an electric typewriter. I had an old fashioned regular typewriter. And uh, I thought I did okay. You did really well. Yeah. You didn't need any uh, white out or anything. You no. did a really good job. There wasn't any to speak of, yeah. but um, I did my best. My typewriter was running out of ink, but a typical Dylan fashion, I suffered in silence. And even though someone from the museum walked by, I could have alerted them that there was a need, a need for ink because it did say on the thing to alert them if they mm-hmm. were running out. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Oh. I should have. You should have. I didn't want to bother them. Yeah. Even though it was their job. I didn't want to bother. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. um and then like the the other major highlight we last year wanted to go to chicago because of finding uh uh our love for route 66 and its history and so of course we had to go find the route 66 then right so yeah so last year around this time we were in albuquerque and arizona Mm -hmm. in new mexico and uh we that's those are all weird wrong descriptions but we went from sedona arizona to the grand canyon yes Back down to Flagstaff and then made our way through Arizona to Albuquerque to Albuquerque where we left our car. Yeah. It was a rental. We, we rented it. it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, we didn't just leave it on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. And then we flew home. Yeah. But uh, so we were kind of, we, we stopped at lots of roadside attractions and we read a lot about Route 66 and like the history and it was the first sort of major highway system that kind of connected the country. So it went from Chicago to Santa Monica and all, all along the way, the mother road, it was the mother road. There were lots of um, hotels, little roadside attractions to get you to stop and little look at little weird, curious things and whatnot. So that kind of stuff is right up our alley. We do mm-hmm. weird news. So we love weird things out in the world. Yeah. And uh, so w- while on the trip, we learned, you know, obviously we learned about how the, the, the road starts or started, uh, in Chicago. Now it's a decommissioned highway system, although pieces of it are still uh, drivable and people can kind of recreate that 
classic American road trip mm-hmm. using those uh, those thoroughfares. But uh, we went to the sign in Chicago w- of where Route 66 started. We took our picture there. It was yeah. very, it was a very nice full circle type thing. Yeah. Now the next thing we got to do is go to Santa Monica and maybe drive into Arizona or yeah. something and and check out that stretch of things. That would be fun. I mean, ideally, it would be to do a full straight shot from Chicago to. Uh, LA or Santa Monica. Well, maybe one day we'll be able to pull that off. I think that would be uh, great. That would be spectacular. But it was super cool to see yeah. the origins of our uh, of our sort of uh, fantasy, not fantasy, our uh, love affair with Route yeah. 66. Yeah. yeah, it's surprising how little Route 66 things you see in Chicago because it is so important. But um, I mean, there's a lot of other things that yeah. Chicago is known for. Um, we of course had pizza too. But yeah, we did. We had deep dish <laughs> first day we were there. First day it was the first thing we did. <laughs> the, only, the only thing with the deep dish pizza though, which you don't think about, is it takes time to prepare. Yeah. So when you order a deep dish pizza, they're up front and they say, "Hey, it's going to take 45 minutes," and we're like. Bring us some drinks. We'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, we're starving, but we're all right. Yeah. We were <laughs> quite sleep deprived. Yeah. We only slept like two hours before our flight. <laughs> then we flew to Chicago, started walking around, got pizza. We were good. We drank. Our hotel supplied us with alcohol. That was a, nice. They had a happy hour every day. So we drank every day and we yeah. don't do this. We did, we're not dr- big drinkers, but we've become that. Well worth it. It was a great time. <laughs> I think all those drinks led you up to our very last day where before we got on our plane, we went to the top of John Hancock and we did the 360 tilt. Yeah. So this one of the taller buildings in Chicago, they have a, a, a plat. It's like a platform, I guess you would say. You, you step onto this thing and then you hold on to these bars and the whole thing tilts i don't know like 40 degrees forward yeah so you're kind of planking over the city basically it's all glass so you're holding on to bars doing like a push-up over chicago it's neat you're 94 stories up i think it's at a thousand like that it was a thousand something feet in the yeah. air and i'm terrified of heights like i'm a big wuss with i can't even get on a like a step ladder i get lightheaded i get the vapors i faint i have to lay down and put a cold press on my forehead you I'm know how terrible. difficult it is to always have a fainting couch available for kevin every time he changes the light bulb listen i'm an old victorian lady in my uh, <laughs> in my worries <laughs> but uh yeah so but i was like you know what i want to conquer this i want to do it i'm just we're gonna do it and we're gonna sign up for it and we're not i'm not gonna wimp out i'm gonna do it and i did it and it was great and it was exciting and it was thrilling and lots of beautiful views of the city um yeah, it was super cool. I'd recommend doing that too if you're there. Yeah. Just, and they also have like a glass, another tower there has like a glass box that you kind of walk in and you're like That's walking the, on a glass floor. the Willis Tower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we should try that someday We'll too. do that next time yeah. we go back. Can't wait to go back. Oh, so cool. What it's a great city. Yeah. Beautiful, great city, great, uh, great neighborhoods, great food. What a place. Yeah. I love it. So we hope you guys enjoyed our, our recap of our vacation. Yeah. So Chicago, <laughs> check it out. Check it out. It's like New York City, but Light. affordable. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So fake headlines podcast this is not just a show where we talk about our fun vacation days this is a show about something else kevin what is fake headlines podcast it's a show about silly news so what we do every week as we go out on the world wide web and we try to find a very silly article a very funny weird strange story a strange headline that catches our eye and then we read the article and then we come up with a couple headlines of our own a couple different headlines Mm -hmm. so we each have three headlines 
and we will present them to one another and we will try to guess which of these three strange stories from the week is actually real. And along the way, we'll kind of joke around and figure out uh, where the what the headlines might mean, what the stories could mean, and uh, just have some fun. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good to me. Kevin, I believe you are going first. I think you're correct. So, Tiffany, here are my uh, fake headlines for episode 98. Okay. All right. Headline number one. Heated tires make winter driving a breeze. Heated tires make winter driving a breeze. Okay. Headline number two. Weed company to sell edible makeup. Hmm. Weed company to sell edible makeup. And headline number three, boy who has eaten nothing but sausages his whole life has been cured. Oh. Boy who has eaten nothing but sausages his whole life has been cured. What? <laughs> and not cured as in like the meat, I don't think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think they've made him. <laughs> he has become a sausage. Augustus <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Augustus> Gloop. <laughs> okay. Wow. These are bananas. Yeah. Okay. That kid's never had a banana before. Uh, no, just oh. a sausage. They tried to trick him once. <laughs> they put a they put they a put banana a, on a they bun. Put, they, <laughs> they put they put the banana inside a sausage casing and then on a bun, and they were like, "Here, eat this." And he was like, "What is this?" <laughs> this, this pleases me. I'm thinking. Run away, so proper. I don't know. It's a little Victorian boy. <laughs> Uh, okay. Headline number one. Yeah. Heated tires make winter driving a breeze. Okay. I, this is a practical thing. Yeah. I think it sounds like a great idea. Um, unless like it happens so much that the roadways end up being flooded. Oh, that's true too. Or charred or charred. It, t- it takes the, it takes the asphalt and turns it back into like the oh yeah original mixture yeah whatever. yeah um wet. it's kind of like that uncomfortable thing that happens when you are in your friend's car and they're like hey i'm just gonna turn on these heated seats and not tell them about it <laughs> and then all of a sudden you have toasty buns and you're like uh do i have to talk about it right. and then you look down and you're like did i pee myself right i uh, don't smell anything but it feels like i just diarrhea and then your friend cackles and they're like, <laughs> heated seats, right? And you're like, ah, okay. Yeah. Like, uh, I can that only, makes me feel better. <laughs> like I'm not used to heated seats. I can only afford the base model of this lease. <laughs> I can't afford the heated seat package. <laughs> Money mags, Magoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I want heated seats, I have to like crack one of those like heating you know, those like little sticks that you put in your gloves. Yeah. Crack one and like drop it down with the back of my pants. And oh. sit down. <laughs> <laughs> that went way more drastic than I anticipated. I figured there would be like a whole elaborate thing where like you put a seat cover on your, your seat and then crack one of those and put it underneath. Well, that would make more sense. And that would, uh, that would have, I would have avoided, uh, severe burns on your ass right in the cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. Cheek burns. Cheek burns. <laughs> Oh, those are the worst. <laughs> those are the terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so heated tires. Heated tire. Yeah. It seems like a practical idea. Like you said, like, I like the, they have like heated, um, don't they have like heated, uh, wiper, like windshield wipers? Oh, uh, yeah, I think I mean, so. They should. I think that's a thing. Why don't they have like, you know how they have like the back window always has like the, the lines in it of like the heated, I don't know what you call that. Oh yeah. I don't know what, you know what I mean? Like this, it's got something in there. Mm-hmm. Why don't the front window shields have that? It's Probably because it obscures your vision. I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. It seems, well, can you make them like lighter? Yeah. 
or like translucent, transparent, maybe. I guess that's not where uh, technology is headed. They should. I mean, they we spend too much time on technology that's not useful. Like, like that commercial we keep seeing for the refrigerator that has like a like a touch, it's like an iPad on the front of it. No one needs like that. You don't need that. You don't need to like communicate to someone who's at the store and they're sending you pictures to the refrigerator or the refrigerator is telling you what you it's just look in the refrigerator. <laughs> you don't need an iPad attached to it. And this is coming from Kevin Dillon who I love technology loves technology so much. It's his favorite thing. Like I would still have a flip phone if it wasn't for my husband, <laughs> but it's too, we've done, it's too much. Like we, we are, uh, it's it's just invaded us in a way that's not healthy now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You can just buy it. Like your dad has a refrigerator. How old is that thing? Uh, probably a Decades good 40 old, years right? old. It mm-hmm. still works. Keeps yeah. things cool. Yeah. That's what you that's what you want. You don't want to buy a new refrigerator every year with a new technology upgrade right. to it. Just because the touchscreen goes bad. Like if it works, that's fantastic. It's that's no longer eligible for upgrades. <laughs> right. Right. The operating system is no longer supported. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we don't need that stuff anymore, people. <laughs> you can never say that about a typewriter. Exactly. I just need to get the ink, but I'm afraid to tell the person that <laughs> I don't want to bother them. I mean, they've had a rough day. It's almost closing time. Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the, these these types of things. I mean, we have a lot of. Uh, there's definitely been a lot of technology pumped into cars for other safety type stuff like the lane assisting and the mm-hmm. backup the camera backup camera which is really great breaks when you get too close to something yeah yeah and we don't have a backup camera in ours anymore we just take pictures <laughs> yeah i have kevin stand outside take pictures and then text them to me so i look yeah. at my phone put the phone down put the car in reverse go two inches and then Kevin yep. repeats the process. And then eventually we're able to, uh, parallel park. Yeah. It's just, it only, we, we've got it down to nine pictures, nine pictures. That's pretty yeah, good. That's excellent. That's you guys really good. <laughs> yeah. It's yep. all about teamwork with our driving skills. <laughs> I think for this winter, um, cause that's always been the worst thing about living in like a colder climate is the winter time and like having to commute through, terrible western new york snowstorms and buffalo snow right it's as terrible as you've seen it on tv and uh that's one good thing about the pandemic right now because tiffany and i where we work we know that we're at least going to be home until the end of the year right which uh, which will then help us avoid some treacherous driving yeah during the next few months which is nice but here in buffalo it's going to snow it snows until like march yeah so we know we've got a few months that we might have to deal with it but yeah i'm I'm definitely looking forward to not having to deal with that (laughs) yeah because i mean we can't afford the luxury of heated tires no. So are the tires themselves, so is it, is it the rubber themselves or is it, because uh, sometimes people will get chains on their tires for oh, like yeah. winter tires. Um, um, I forgot about that. Yeah. Like I've stuff like that. that. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe it's not necessarily the rubber itself. Maybe it is the, something, something that you it? put on there. That would so make it's, sense. It's like winterizing your vehicle in a sense. Yeah. Um, it sounds like it might be a little bit more affordable than buying like new tires too. Yeah. Yeah. Or having like two sets of tires that you exchange every year. But like, that seems like a lot of work. A lot of work. Do that. Yeah. Like where do you keep the tires? Like in your own garage? garage? I don't know. I don't is, have a garage. This is for people who have storage. Oh God. What, what it must be like. What it must be like. a garage. <laughs> if you have a garage with spare tires, let us know how you do it. <laughs> how does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> we have one closet in our apartment that is both a pantry and a coat closet (laughs) and our vacuums in there and medicine (laughs) and cat food and cat food (laughs) 
Yep. We don't have storage here. We're so creative. We have no room for tires. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I like the idea of like a heated uh, where I can kind of just, you know, because if you figure too, if multiple people have that, you're kind of helping to kind of keep the road clean. Mm-hmm. But though you did mention, though, you might cause some uh, flooding. Yeah. If you melt the water too much, you get because slushy days, those are really scary too. Yeah. You get too much slush and then you slip sliding around. Kinda get caught in it. Yeah, that's true too. But it might help with like days where it's icy. That is true. I like the idea of this, the whole car being warm, the seat, the heated seat. You've got, uh, the heat of the windshield. You've got tires that are warm. Like, let's just keep the, let's make the whole car hot. Have you thought about just riding around in fire all day? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, what is that? That I've never seen the movie, but, uh, Hades. (laughs) <laughs> yes you know the movie hades <laughs> well i was thinking like <laughs> like the guy in hercules where he's got like the chariot that's made oh of flames. yeah yeah well th- th- i was thinking of the um uh what is it ghost rider maybe oh yeah with nicholas cage he has like a head that's on yeah, fire the car's yeah. not on fire right that's right i don't think i no. can imagine the tire is like on fire yeah or yeah because he's going so fast oh man burning rubber literally <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you know you know what would uh, really solve all of our winter problems is if uh we just had cars that had skis on the bottom <laughs> right so then i mean it would solve the water problem because if there was too much water in the road guess what you're water skiing now bitches right. <laughs> if it's snowy you're just you're just skiing around like like you would be on a slope i like the idea of being on a uh like you're you're being towed but you're like kind of it's you're like kind of like water skiing yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun <laughs> It makes winter driving fun. <laughs> it's a new Olympic sport. Yeah. Synchronized buffalo driving. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would, it, uh, heated tires probably, um, would not be a benefit anywhere other than here in like these cold climates in the yeah. winter. Or the Midwest maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it would be a worthwhile luxury. I guess like a swimming pool is for people who are living in the desert. Right. Right. Like it's worth that investment. Maybe they have, maybe people in the, on the West coast would have like wet tires. (laughs) That doesn't sound right. (laughs) Wet tires. Like, like ones that would be like extra treaded so that they would avoid any sort of like the one year, once a year floods. Yeah. And it helps kind of keep everything irrigated. <laughs> you're okay. just, watering the, just watering the landscape as you're driving. What helps, if it helps reduce fires? <laughs> what if they just, what if they just had tires that just had, um, they were like tires that had holes in him like a colander and so like the water would just like shoot through it <laughs> you take the corner real tight or hard and the water it just it just, it just yeah it just shoots right out you don't have to worry about any sort of hydroplaning or anything like that <laughs> i was i just thought of like a it's a kind of a bad design flaw though because sure. like a tire like a tire burning is one of the worst things because it, it takes it forever smells to go out terrible. and it smells terrible so these tires would have to be very it, you'd have to be very precise with the temperature control because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you had flaming tires yeah and you're just you can't stop 
Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. And it's bad for the environment. Terrible for the environment. So it would have to be enough to heat it up and not like burn. I think I would prefer to just drive safely. <laughs> yeah, that might be good. That's a good idea. I like the idea though of like heated like headlights. I think that would be a great idea. Like somehow if that those could be heated up to like melt the snow away. Yeah. I mean, I guess some of that does happen naturally from the light. I don't know how hot a uh, lamp gets in a car though. Yeah, I don't know either. But um, that would be a, a good feature for winter driving. Yeah. But the heated windshield, I always thought that was something that should be explored more because that's the worst thing is like, especially when you get done with work and you've got a long commute headed uh, coming up and you've got to stand outside and scrape your window or sit there in the car while the window defrosts for 10 minutes. And it's yeah. like, I just want to get home. It's the worst. I hate that. Hate it. So Kevin, let's talk about headline number two. Yeah, this is something. This sounds fun to me. I, I thought that it might. Uh, weed company to sell edible makeup. Okay. Now I didn't know that there was such a thing as edible makeup without, like, edible in the sense that you could eat it without there being drugs in it. Right. I was not aware of that. Um. Yeah, I can't really think of anything. I almost said a candy necklace, but that's not makeup. <laughs> I guess it could be. It could be. It melts and then it kind of gets on your chest. And then you, <laughs> is that rouge on your neck? No, I had a candy necklace on. Candy, candy necklace. Candy necklace. So good. But they also have like a lot of edible, um, like, I mean, in the sense that you could put like, people put like avocado on their face or. Honey masks. Honey ma- or cucumber slices on their eyeballs. Uh-huh. So there are a lot of sort of. Uh, yogurt. That's y- that's another one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What do you use yogurt for? Uh, you can use like plain yogurt and mix it with certain things. It's it's supposed to be really nourishing and good for your skin. Oh, okay. That, well, that makes sense. I don't know if I can handle smelling it that long. Mm, yeah. So that's why I choose not to do it. Also, I have a hard time wasting food. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I mean, I I would rather eat my food. Yeah, I think you're. Than put right. it on my face. What about like a mask that you could peel off and then eat? That'd be kind of gross. Oh. <laughs> That's as gross as you telling me about the salt from your nose into a beer. Ah. <laughs> uh. I had poured Tiffany. What was I pouring you? It wasn't a beer, was it? it was something with I froth. think it was soda. Yeah. Or, or it was a sparkling water, maybe? Yeah. From yeah. our soda stream? <laughs> so I poured Tiffany a soda. To, and I, and there, was a, there was a pretty big head on it, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I wiped the side of my nostril and then stuck my finger in there to because the salt causes the fizz to drop down. I was thoroughly disgusted. Still am. Disgusting. (laughs) And I told Tiffany that this was something that we've done since high school parties. And we would drink. Other people would do that to our beer. Like it would not. Sometimes it would be someone else would do it with their nose and wipe their finger. Or like they clink your beer bottle and make it fizz up. Yeah. Yeah. And then. And then wipe their nose on it. Oh. Bring it down. (laughs) So Tiffany was thoroughly disgusted by that. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. You just lick that person's face and then stick your tongue in, a, in the head of your beer well i mean if i have a couple more drinks maybe i will Ooh. that's so gross yeah. <laughs> it makes me so upset <laughs> so no you shouldn't be able to use a mask on your face and then eat it yeah you're right that's gross you get a lot of because the whole purpose of giving your face any sort of treatment or anything like that is to get rid of any oil or or dirt or yeah. uh, co- uh pore clogging uh parts of your face and you want to try and keep your skin healthy and your skin stays healthy also not only what you put on it and how you treat it but also by what you eat and what you ingest and 
all it's all connected so if you're just eating the dirt that you just took off the surface you're just basically just putting it right back that's disgusting you're right that's That's a lot of toxins you're right that's a bad idea but um, what about edible um, makeup in the sense that it looks like lipstick and then also has weed in it okay yeah so you could just like make out and get high that sounds pretty fun okay so it's makeup that you can actually use oh yeah yeah Okay. You could use it, but you, if you ingested it, it's not going to hurt you. So maybe you're putting a little lipstick on and you take a little bite of it and then put it on your, on your lips. That would be really bad for me because I have a bad habit of biting my lips. And when I wear lipstick, it helps me not do that. Oh, but you'd be getting, you'd be so high all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would. I, I, mm, it's not something that you would want to share with other people. I don't know. No. I don't know. I think it's. I, or like I, a lip, like a lip balm, maybe that has like a little bit of a glitter, but it also gets you a little fun feeling. I would rather it just absorb through my skin mm-hmm. rather than it being something that I take a bite out of. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I, I would think so too. Or you could put on like mascara or something, and it's got a little bit of weed in it, maybe. Yeah. Well, no, that well, that would be probably more difficult to get into your body that way yeah it would probably have to be like a foundation or something right is that the right word a foundation or a concealer an eyeshadow something that goes right on the skin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any sort of powder a rouge oh yeah a rouge yeah a r- rouge high yeah high rouge huh you like this idea no you don't like this idea i don't know i i don't want to eat it yeah okay okay i don't want to i don't want to I don't want to consume anything that's been on my face. You think about the right. bacteria. Well, that's uh, it can, yeah. it can grow on your makeup or you, that's why you keep it all like stored away and then you should clean your brushes regularly. I'm so guilty of not doing that. I'm so <laughs> bad at it. Maybe we're looking at it the wrong way. Maybe it's edible makeup in the sense that it's made from things that you could eat, but you don't necessarily have to like, it's not like a snack. Like you chew, like a chomp on a lipstick or something. Maybe it's made of things that are edible, um, but it's not, in a, but in this particular sense, there's also marijuana in it. Okay. So uh, you're right. That would be where to take a mask off and eat it. That, that is disgusting. Yeah, or I'm biting just, a lipstick and then, uh. Uh, that actually makes sense. And I think it goes to, uh, some of the history of makeup Yeah, where, um, like, I mean, back in Egyptian times, they used like charcoal on their eyes and that's oh, not really? something we ate, but, um, but, uh, kind of natural though. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, as far as like lipstick or rouge or anything that they wanted to put color on your face, it was crushed up berries. Oh really? Yeah. So it was always natural elements, things uh-huh. that you would find, uh, depending on where you lived. Um, you would take those sort of things and use it and use it for that. Um, so that, that's not far out of the realm of possibilities. So if you had, um, you know, maybe marijuana mixed in with some berries that you'd use to create a wax and create a lipstick Mm -hmm. like that. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. It's natural, which is nice. Yeah, absolutely. No no animals were harmed. Right. In the testing. They just got real high. Those animals. Yeah. Yeah. Real stoned (laughs) rabbits. (laughs) It's always rabbits. I don't know why. Don't, don't test on animals. It's no, gross. it's horrible. And you only buy stuff that's not tested on animals. Right. Which is so awesome. Yeah. I think that's the way to be. I, you know, I don't, I don't always buy like vegan makeup. So like sometimes I use stuff that has like, uh, um, maybe like honey in it and, and that's not technically considered vegan because mm-hmm. it, it's made by bees or there's like certain stuff that has carmine in it, which is, um, comes from beetles. Really? Uh, so, oh. uh, 
I mean, that stuff, I don't, I don't read the labels that deeply to, to get just vegan makeup, but I, the, the products that I use are not tested on animals right. and, and that's, that's really what's most yeah. important to me. Absolutely. I try to do that a little bit in my life. I don't buy it. Well, during, during the pandemic, I've been buying more, uh, sort of men's grooming stuff. I know you're a real stud <laughs> mainly because I, I grew not up that you were gross before. Well, I wasn't, but I was not that great. But, uh, now that I have a beard, I had, I've started to buy supplies for it and I've been buying, you know, like a beard butter to keep it a little, you know, that's and boy, it smells good. It does smell pretty. It's got hemp in it by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, so I've been buying some products and, uh, the company that I've been buying stuff from and they're called Everyman Jack they uh their products are not tested on animals mm-hmm. and they have a whole list they're cruelty free they are some of the stuff is vegan like there's a whole list of of positive uh things that that, that are good about their products so yeah. i've been, so i've been buying stuff from them because i like that because it's i it's i'm not buying uh it's my small contribution it's like a way for me to kind of do something like that and not support a company that would be doing terrible things to uh, or turning a blind eye to animals going through problems right animals going through problems what a weird way to say (laughs) Um, (laughs) the bottom line is is that if if it's going to be harmful to an animal then we shouldn't be putting it on our damn face yeah exactly we have choices too it's not like it's you know i have to pay a hundred dollars extra for it right yeah exactly um i uh so if, if, uh, these products that have, uh, weed, weed in them, I didn't, I, well, I was, I was thinking, I was like, were they just edible or they didn't have weed in them? And we brought that in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if they have weed in them and they're edible, I don't really have a problem with it. Yeah. Me neither. So much. Yeah. If it's made with like. I guess natural things, right? Yeah, I would wear that lipstick if it got me high. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> they say the best way to find your correct shade for your lips um, on your face is to um, use the color that is the color of your nipple. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's how you find the right shade. Wow, that's really weird. I have pure white nipples. Is that weird? They're like, mm. look like looks like dollops of white out on my, <laughs> on my chest. Your shade would be the pence. <laughs> <laughs> it's the color of mother's nipple. <laughs> as he would say. <laughs> uh, that seems like a good point to move on. Uh, of course. <laughs> Speaking of boys. Okay. So boy who eats only sausages is finally cured. Yeah. And like I said, I don't think it means he's been cured. Like I don't think he's been cured like a sausage like st- stuff with salt. In. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> uh, Shame on those parents for only feeding their kids sausage. Yeah, like I feel like you can. I feel like you have some authority there to make some changes. I feel like you can force feed them some damn vegetables. Yeah, yeah, because we've we've kind of talked about that before. We were, I don't know if we were necessarily picky eaters when we were kids, but we were sort of curious eaters. We had our own little foibles when it came to food. Okay. Yeah. Like I, my mom would. I only. I didn't. <laughs> A lot of kids eat peanut butter and jelly. I just liked jelly. So my mom made <laughs> jelly sandwiches on white bread for lunch every day for me, <laughs> which explains my physique all through <laughs> middle school. <laughs> just bread with, it was like I was eating cake. Bread like, and sugar. It's like I was eating bad cake <laughs> every day. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like, I guess so. No protein, just 100% sugar and carbs. <laughs> um, 
but that's what I liked. So that's what she made because I had to eat something. I, I, I think that a lot of the time I wasn't allowed to have anything to drink with my dinner hmm. because I would drink my beverage and then not be hungry uh, and not want to eat everything on my plate. And I was forced to eat everything on my plate. Oh, wow. Okay. And then once I got everything off of my plate, I was allowed to have my beverage. Really? Yeah. I was always so, yelled at for drinking too much. Yeah. Which you know, because we've seen that happen. If we go to a restaurant and I order like a soda, I'm going to have like four sodas probably. Yeah. They're going to keep coming. But I think uh, having been with me for so long, you learn the importance of drinking water. Yes. So you don't drink so much soda. I really don't. I've changed that quite a bit. <laughs> quite a bit. That was pretty bad. Um, but yeah. And, I, <laughs> and your mom loves it when I get on her about it. <laughs> <laughs> drink more water, mom. <laughs> You're dehydrated and you don't even know it. This is your favorite nag. <laughs> telling you, drink more water. Tiffany the water nag. That's what, you call it. That's what my mom calls my wife. In a loving way. In a she loving does. way. It's, she it's, does. We have a good relationship. And then we force her to drink water. <laughs> we waterboard her. I drank this whole <laughs> bottle. I know. You did. You did. Now go drink four more. Yeah, that's clearly not enough. <laughs> <laughs> also, when I was a kid, we talked about that before, too, where I had a, f- a fish fry. I was really, we went to Florida for like Disney or something, and I had a fish fry one night, and it was I loved it. So then the next morning, I wanted that for breakfast, and my parents somehow were able to convince the restaurant that we were at, like a Denny's or something, or a... Uh, Bob Evans. I'm imagining it was like a, we were a big, we were a big Bob Evans family growing up. Like if we were on a road trip and there was a Bob Evans, like giant sign on the highway, that's where we were headed for uh-huh. for dinner or breakfast. Uh, they made a fish fry for me, like a kid's, like a kid's meal fish fry, uh, like filet of fish and French fries. Uh-huh. And I ate that for breakfast. Yeah. And I remember everybody staring at me in the restaurant and eating. And I was like, what? what's, what's going on? Why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> I'm so, just a kid eating my favorite breakfast. Yeah. Fish. And I, so I can understand this kid just wanting to eat sausage constantly. I mean, he must've been in great shape. That's, that's keto right there. It's a lot of salt. Yeah, that's true too. So you think about, I mean, sausage goes through quite a process to be made. Yeah. It's, true. it's a lot of, it's the intestines of the animal oh. for the first p- part of it. Like that's, that's what the, the sausage casing is, is the intestine. And then the rest of the meat that's thrown inside is like the leftover ground up bits. Ugh. That's. It's vile. Kind of gross. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I mean, I guess everybody kind of, I mean, who am I to judge? But I mean, it's not like sausage is so delicious. Right. It's not like it's the best flavor. That was honestly one of the last things that I gave up eating as it from when I was eating meat. It was like sausage and pepperoni. You know yeah. why? Because like I couldn't tell that's what the animal was. <laughs> like, this Mystery just tastes meat. like a, a pile of salt and that's that's delicious but i yeah it, it's it's so gross bad for you it really is <laughs> i mean i guess for i mean for us we get we buy like um like sausage substitutes like there's like beyond meat has like yeah. breakfast sausage uh-huh. and different companies so we're fine like you get that you get that sensation that you're looking for yeah. that flavor without texture, the texture all of that. without the, the animal the uh, murder <laughs> scraps <laughs> without the animal scraps and that's just our personal thing nothing against anybody eating sausage that's fine uh but this kid eating sausage every day seems like a bad idea i think that you i mean you do need to have like certain vitamins that you receive from you know like oranges like you you want to 
Uh, you want to make sure that you get uh, your vitamin C uh, from oranges so you don't get scurvy. Right. Well, especially as a kid, don't you need like probably more vitamins? I mean, to make sure that you grow right. into a, a strong, healthy uh, adult. Like during development, if all you're getting is like salt and meat, like this kid must just be a, a, a malnourished, sweaty mess. Yeah. Uh, it could have long-term effects on the kid yeah. so that they, um, maybe have a hard time maintaining their weight later on in life right? or pooping or pooping ever in their Ugh. life. Let's hope that there's a well balance between the sausage and the water. <laughs> now you, part of your, your headline, uh, indicates that, uh, this child was cured. Right. So is the reason why they were eating sausage the whole time is because they had some sort of disease that could be right. that, that made them eat sausage the right. whole time. What kind of disease would that be? I'm not a medical expert. I'm no doctor, but, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> not a doctor, <laughs> not a doctor. You could be right. Maybe there were, cause sometimes people right when you're like, if you're craving something, your body's probably telling you that you're, you're Lacking needing something, something from that food. Right. So if you're someone who, who's like, man, I, I just really want to eat a lot of ice. I just need to bite an ice and just chew it. You're lacking iron. Is that what that is? Yeah. I just thought it meant you were horny. Nope. Uh, you're lacking iron. Interesting. Well, so why the ice and the and the is it? That's I don't know. Curious. I don't know. It's, it's just a, hmm, I never yeah, heard it's that a before. Indication that you're probably lacking. Interesting. Yep. Wow, I did not know that. Um, but yeah, you're right. So maybe the sausage. Maybe you're lacking like a protein, or maybe your body's not digesting. Maybe uh, maybe your body's incapable of digesting other things for some reason, maybe you're lacking certain enzymes in your stomach. Uh-huh. So like if the person was eating meat, cause that was the only thing that made them not get sick. Maybe they were able to introduce some other bacteria yeah. into their body uh-huh. where they were able to break down milk or fruit yeah. or something. Maybe it was a, maybe that was a big turnoff because they were getting sick from it and now they're not. Yeah. Could be. And now they're maybe they're able to study this kid's, uh, lifelong illness to a point where they're like, okay, if this is, if this is what it is, is that his stomach can't, um, make certain probiotics or enzymes, Mm -hmm. uh, that allow him to consume other fun, flavorful foods like ice cream. Mm -hmm. Um, then maybe, maybe that's, that's good. It's a a breakthrough in science to, to maybe help with other people who have dietary issues. Yeah. Right. You're right. Uh, or maybe the kid was just like, hey, you don't want to eat. We're going to have a salad. Uh, that's all we're having tonight. And uh, that's it. So either eat or you don't. So you're saying he was cured of his bitchiness. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Because kids are definitely uh, bitchy eaters, aren't they? I mean, just historically, like like every restaurant has chicken nuggets on their menu because that's like the universal thing kids will eat. Right. So, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So, I mean, kids aren't, kids aren't very, um, adventurous with their palate. Right. Right. You know, like kids hate Brussels sprouts, like as a, as a trope, you know, yeah, yeah. Kind of, but when, but when you get older, they're delicious. Yeah. You, you just find out how to make them. Turns out you roast them with a little balsamic and, and they're delicious. Yeah. You hated them because your mom so boiled good. them and they were disgusting. Yeah. They're not great boiled. No, that's a terrible. No one to, wants to eat a tiny little boiled cabbage. I think that's the thing. You know, I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there to me. Uh, I think we've just been eating vegetables wrong. Like as a kid, we had like canned corn or or boiled Brussels sprouts or, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah. roasting, 
like when you roast stuff, it makes it, it just takes it to a whole nother level. I think that really adds a flavor to things that you, or steaming. So the cure to this is that this kid became a chef and learned how to cook his own (laughs) damn food. And he was like, you know what? I think I can eat this now. And now this kid is Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Full circle, babe. That was, that was well done. So Kevin, you're telling me one of these headlines is real. Yes, my love. One of these articles is a real story. So let's go through them one more time. So heated tires make uh, winter driving a breeze. Correct. Uh, Weed company creates edible makeup edible makeup and then the last one boy who eats sausages all his life is finally finally cured cured. Mm -hmm. wow i'm gonna go with the sausage king kid okay i mean that's a great guess they're all strange headlines they are that's a good one they're all weird uh i'm sorry to tell you this but you're correct it is I really didn't know. Okay. Wow. Yeah. This is from the New York post boy who has eaten nothing but sausages his entire life has been cured. Wow. Yeah. Want to hear more? I do. Okay. (laughs) Ever since he can remember 15 year old Ben Simpson has only eaten sausage. His limited dietary preference began when his mom, Wendy Hughes began weaning him off breast milk. Soon, his pickiness gave way to several years of consuming only breakfast-style sausage and water three times a day, every day. Wow. Yeah. Hughes, 55, told SWNS, must be like a news news station, Mm -hmm. that she was at her wit's end by the time she called David Kilmurray, a cognitive behavioral hypnotist who believed he could shake the teenager's bizarre eating habits. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, didn't, a, I didn't even think about hip, hypnotist. I was thinking science. But yeah. I mean, go on. Yeah. It's, it's a <laughs> clinical condition called avoidant restrictive food intake disorder or ARFID. It's actually like a kind of a uh, medical condition. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, a, um, it kind of makes sense because I think that technically can be something that's considered like an eating disorder, Just, like, like, yeah. uh, like, like anorexia or right, something like right. that where you're avoidant of certain foods mm-hmm. because you're, you're scared of them. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. It says as a child, he only ate finger foods such as French fries. His mom said this had a profound impact on his social development at parties. He would just sit there crying or he would refuse to go anywhere. There was food. She recalled. Oh, that's yeah. so sad. That Poor honey. I know if we went to a friend's house, he wouldn't eat anything. He said, he'd just say he wasn't hungry and it was just a nightmare. It's so sad. Before Kilmarie's treatment, Ben was up to four or five sausages per meal, as Hughes, who lives with her son in Swasna, Wales, spent approximately $75 a month on a specific brand of skinless bangers. Wow. There's a picture of the, those are like, uh, oh, like hot dog sized sausages this kid was eating. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. She says, I got fed up with buying them. Meanwhile, it became apparent that his health might be deteriorating, indicated by his frequent complaining that he was tired and he was falling behind in school. Yeah, he does actually, I mean, if you look at him, he, his, his eyes are dark. He looks tired. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah really absolutely. Does. He's very, very pale. And that's not just from like living in Wales. <laughs> right, right. Like I'm very pale. So yeah. I understand what it's like to look a little vampiric all the way, yeah. all the way around the year. Um, but he, yeah, this is, this is good. Go on. Yeah. So after trying doctors, nutritionists and other specialists, she would have liked him to eat anything else. Uh, it's frustrating. Sometimes you just think, Oh God, will you just eat it? 
but then Ben gets very upset and teary, and you have to have a lot of patience. When a family friend suggested having the boy hypnotized, Hughes decided to get in touch with Kilmurray, who she discovered, whom she discovered through Facebook. The distance between them prohibited an in-basis session, but it was worth trying a video call, and they agreed. Uh, she just said she didn't think it would work, but after the initial two-hour session, as well as a follow-up, uh, the mysterious treatment has exceeded her expectations. His phobia was extreme, Kilmarie told the news agency. It was a struggle enough to get him in front of the screen. Uh, I knew straight away he had ARFID, and I diagnosed him then and there, uh, the life coach added. Uh, The fact that Ben was also married to a specific brand of sausage uh, made it a pretty straightforward diagnosis. Uh, By using subliminal wording and neurological seed drop to create a positive emotional association with new foods, Kilmarie was able to open up his mind to trying them so that the idea of new flavors felt exciting, which mitigated the anxiety over potential bad tastes. Now, if I give him something, she'll, he'll pop it straight in his mouth, the mom claims. Uh, the real, but the proof that the hypnosis has worked? Seafood. Yesterday, a video of him eating fish said to be... Yesterday, a video of him eating fish said to me that he was cured. And he's resp- wow. Yeah, he's responded to the hypnosis beautifully. I mean, he's, eat- he's still eating meat. I mean, he should try like something other than f- meat, maybe. But uh, but yeah, so this is really working out. He's ex- expanding his palate, and uh, yeah, it turned out it was actually just uh, some kind of uh, medical condition he had. That's yeah, that's interesting. Wow, I huh? mean, I mean, everyone everyone has a different uh, working brain, and if his brain happened to be wired. In, yeah. in such a way that caused him such a phobia to eat anything else. That's, that's, I mean, that's really unfortunate, mm-hmm. but at least he's still early enough in his life where he, um, can retrain his brain while yeah. it's still malleable. Right. Malleable. Right. Malleable. Yeah, I think you said it right <laughs> and wrong and right again. <laughs> um, so that he uh, he can move forward and hopefully a more healthy lifestyle yeah. that allows him to enjoy a lot of the other foods that are out there. Wait until this kid tries pizza. It's going to blow his mind. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we're going to have pizza what? after this recording. I can't I wait. Me either. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll be right back after these brief messages. Sounds good. <laughs> Boy, am I parched. But do I want coffee or soda? Why not have both? What? Who are you? Ah, don't worry about me. I'm here to tell you that with Marcola coffee syrup, you can have both. What? Well, tell me how. Well, for example, Marcola coffee soda is made with Marcola coffee syrup, sparkling water, and a twist of lemon. Wow. That sounds like a real flavor journey. It is. Go to drinkmarcola.com for this recipe and more. Wow. Thanks, random guy. Hey everybody, we want to tell you about our favorite record store, Revolver Records. Located in beautiful downtown Buffalo, they have two locations, Hurdle Avenue and Elmwood Avenue. Can't get to the store right now? Place your order online at revolverrecordsinc.com. With the largest selection of new and quality vinyl in Western New York, Revolver Records specializes in all genres of music, from rock to soul to jazz to really whatever you're into. Revolver Records isn't limited to just selling vinyl. They have all the fun stuff to go with it, like turntables and speakers. They also have pins, hats, and t-shirts for the whole family. 
Not sure what to buy that music lover in your life? Get that old hard-to-read so-and-so a gift card. During coronavirus restrictions, shipping and delivering is free within a five-mile radius of the shops. Otherwise, get it mailed straight to your door. Either way, it gives you an opportunity to put on pants for the occasion. Remember, that's RevolverRecordsInc.com. <laughs> Bye. Kevin Dillon. Yes, Tiffany Dillon. Are you ready for my three headlines? Uh, Tiffany, hit me with those headlines of yours, please. Okay. <laughs> All right. Kevin, headline number one. Man renovating his home returns $10,000 found hidden in living room. Wow. Man renovating home returns $10,000 found hidden in living room. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. What a nice guy. Super nice. I would not do that. Headline number two. You would. I would. I'd hate myself for it, but I would. And hopefully you get a tax return. <laughs> Headline number two. Woman inadvertently saves the life of a stranger with a potato. <laughs> woman inadvertently saves the life of a stranger with a potato. Wow. <laughs> and headline number three. Elderly couple recalls their otherworldly museum tour with a ghost. Oh. Elderly couple recalls their otherworldly museum tour with a ghost. Well, that sounds wacky. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wacky no October. I almost <laughs> said November because I don't care about any time right now. <laughs> <laughs> time is, time doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so How's it October already? October. <laughs> Let's have a creepy story, shall we? I like it. I like your style. So headline number one, Kevin. So headline number one, man, while renovating their house, or they find $10,000 hidden somewhere. Yeah, hidden and, in the living room. And they returned it. Yeah. Oh, man. What a moral dilemma that is. Was it like, it must have been cash. It must have been like 10 grand in cash. Yeah. So. Gold. I mean. Bonds. <laughs> I mean, finders keepers, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be torn. I would, I would feel guilty uh, stealing, of course, but. I mean, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Don't they always say that? That's what they always say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it, quite what it means. I don't know if it holds up in court. <laughs> but, um, yeah, can you imagine finding... Can you imagine that? Like, just all of a sudden you find $10,000 in your house. Yeah. I, I I feel like I would want that taken off the mortgage. <laughs> yeah, right. Or at least my renovation costs. Right. <laughs> this is part of the house, you know? I. I don't think I should have to pay this money back. That's true. I would think too, if you were to return it, wouldn't, I mean, did this guy get a cut? Like a, did he get like a, like a finder's fee or it's like a certain percentage? I guess it depends on the person that he returned it to. Yeah. Yeah. God, I don't know. If I, I mean, it's a real moral dilemma because I mean, who doesn't want an extra $10,000, but you also have to sleep with yourself at night, right? Or live with yourself at night. Or sleep with yourself. You can't sleep lonely, with yourself. Like, good. Do what you need to. Yeah, what the hell, you know? No shame. No shame. It's your body. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess I'd feel a little guilty about that. I, I mean, I have done some bad things in my past, though, that make me think that I might keep the money. Uh, I, I, the, the thing that I thought of right away was when I worked at an amusement park as a teenager and there was a ball crawl there, uh -huh. I would sift through the balls <laughs> using the using the hook that you would pull kids out of the ball crawl with when they got scared mm -hmm. uh, and I would find wallets that had fallen in there and I would I would take the money and throw the wallet back in 
But that's who you were as a kid. That is. That's not necessarily who you are now. Right. You've had a lot of time to grow and learn. That is true. There was a guy when we... uh, we were in Chicago and we were sitting outside at a Starbucks and this guy was walking with his dog. He maybe pulled maybe his wallet out of his, his pocket and a $20 bill fell out. And rather than keeping it, like no one else saw it. Right, right. Rather than keeping it, I put my mask on real quick, ran over and returned it to him. You did. That was very nice of you. And the whole time I was, I was going, Tiffany, keep the money, keep the money. And you still gave it to the guy. No, I'm kidding. I didn't do that at all. I thought that was really great of you to do that because in the midst of a pan, mit, in the midst, not in the midst of a pandemic. If you're in the midst of <laughs> a pandemic, if you're in the midst of a pandemic, you've got you COVID. need. I hope you're suiting up. <laughs> you better <laughs> suit up and then burn that suit. Once you take it off your body, yes, Go. yes. Just or wait. have a car drive over you with a burning tire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, you were very. I thought that was great that you saw this moment happen. You could have. We could have just ignored it, but that's not who we are, or not, not who you are. And you uh, returned the money. And the guy was like, uh, I mean, I expected there to be more fanfare. Like if someone had found twenty dollars to me, I would be like, thank you so much. He was just kind of like, cool, thanks, thanks, lady. Yeah. He was like so casual about it. Yeah, that's okay. When you do nice things, you want there to be fanfare. Like, I mean, well, I was hoping for point? like a free cake pop or something. But that's yeah, okay. Exactly, man. You got 20. No, I, I know you got 20 bucks. I wasn't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So I, I feel like I would be the kind of person who, who would at least attempt to seek out who the money yeah. went to. And then, I mean, I would look. And then if, if no one turned up, I would be like, well, I guess this is mine now. <laughs> right, exactly. I returned that twenty dollars because I knew exactly who it went to. I wasn't gonna hold up the twenty dollar bill if I didn't know who it went right, to and be like, right. did someone lose twenty dollars? Right. And expect the honest yeah. response from people. We did we were somewhere once a long time ago and we saw money on the ground and we like waited a while to see if anybody came for it. And we stepped like, I, did I yeah. step on it? I think we were in the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of watched it for a while. See if anybody came for it. And then uh, we stepped on it mm-hmm. and just kind of like slid it with our foot and then put the money in our pocket. That's a different circumstance. Yeah, there was, was no, no clear person who it went right, to. Right. Exactly. And, and no real trustworthy way of finding that out. Right. The guy in the house, like he, you could actually trace it back to the former owners. Former owners. Right. So... Right. And you could find out, you could say, Hey, did you leave money? Like, did you, do you know of any, cause they might be able to say, Oh my God. Yes. I built a, a secret panel in the living room and I put $10,000 in there one night. And then it's like, okay, clearly you are aware of this then. <laughs> I know. just put $10,000 in there one night. Just I just happened night. to have $10,000 <laughs> at that exact moment. I was like, you know what? I don't want to spend this all in one place. Right. I'm going to, I better put this in the secret panel in the living room. Put it in the wall. Exactly. <laughs> I don't trust myself. That's smart. That's a good way. I would. Blow and then it. I drank a whole lot, made myself forget. Here we are. Uh, here we are. I sold the house, forgot about it until just now. <laughs> so when can I expect my money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, you can keep like three thousand dollars. <laughs> Wouldn't you give like a three? Like I would give that. Yeah. Like yeah. you still got seven grand you weren't expecting. Absolutely. Uh, that you'd forgotten about. Right. I mean, what what a, what a nice luxury that must be to forget money. Yeah. Oof. What's that? I'll never know. <laughs> we might. We might. We might. But I think you're right. I, I guess I would probably try to to do that too, because you don't know the you don't know the origin of the money. You don't know if it's real. It could be counterfeit money. Maybe could it's be, dirty money. Could be dirty money. Do you want that on your hands? I don't know. Right. I want money, but I don't. I want to know the origin of it. I don't want someone sneaking into my house because they're like, uh, you know, it, it's going to be the kid in the bushes. He's going to sneak into the house. 
find the money, hold it up in joyous. <laughs> and then run full speed. Yeah, smile at you and then run out. He's going to like crash bang through the window. Right. Yeah. He's like the high Kool-Aid man. Yeah. <laughs> he could have used the door, but he, he chose could, not I mean, to. Yeah, it was kind of rude. I mean, I'm going to need that money back to fix the wall now, but. Yeah, but it's fine. All right, whatever, dude. Mm. I mean, he could have been a little bit more cautious is yeah. all I'm saying. You could have had a better memory. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think I probably would try to at least try to get the word out there to the former owners that, that that's going on and see if they recall anything. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to do, you know, we, but you got to present it in a way kind of like when someone loses, like whenever someone loses like a watch at work or something like that, there's an email that goes out and they're like, a lady's watch was found in the women's bathroom. If you're lost one, please email so-and-so and describe the watch right. just so they can make a match. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you got to do something similar with this money. Cause otherwise someone's gonna be like, Oh yes, of course I left 10 grand in there. Yeah, so you're just going to say, I found some money in a house. Yeah. That's it. Do you know where I would have found this and how much? Yeah. Yeah, that, you got to do something like that to be able to to verify the, the authenticity of mm-hmm. their claim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just giving up 10 grand like a chump. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No, that's 10 grand. Make them work for it. Yeah, that's a lot of blunts. Otherwise, you keep it. <laughs> that's a lot of blunts. What, what, what would you do with 10? If you were to just find, let's say we, we found 10 grand in our apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did some diligence. We tried to figure out who it would go to and no, we had no takers. Mm-hmm. What would the first thing you would do with that money? Uh, put it toward my student loans. It, I mean, if we, if it was just like for me to do, it'd be that. And then if it was for both of us, I would assume that we would talk about it and say, let's try and pay off some of our debt. Yeah. I think that's probably what I would do too. I think that would be the best option. Mm-hmm. Either take it down, like kill off one student loan entirely or one yeah. big balance or yeah. whatever. If we had that kind of absolutely balance to take care of. Yeah, that would be nice. I would do that too. I, yeah, I would do that. I would be, I think I would be practical with my uh, winnings. If I were to like to win the lottery. Yeah. I think I would, the first thing I would tackle is the debt and just get all that squared away and then just start anew. I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast, but I know we've talked about it in real life. Like if we had a large sum of money, I feel like we would be smart with it. I think, mm-hmm. was this something we talked about last week? Maybe, um, <laughs> you talked about how it was better with money. <laughs> yes. You are much better with money than I am. Um, but like we, if we came into an extravagant amount of money, I think we would still live a, a normal life. Yeah. Like I don't see us buying like a, four million dollar mansion with like yeah. 25 rooms and 25 bathrooms and a theater room and a bowling alley and right. a white house i i don't think we need that <laughs> what were we we were watching something on um i think it's on pluto tv they have like all these little channels on there one of them is like a like an hgtv style mm-hmm. home channel yeah and there was a uh, show where it was like extreme selling, homes right or oh no, no it was like selling la i think it was yeah. called so it was like a, a, a show about like a like a reality show about some realtors in los angeles and that have really high-end clients and there was a guy on there who was in the market for this mansion who was a lottery winner. He was just going to rent it for like $26,000 a month. Right. He he committed to like rent this mansion for like 26 grand a month for three years or something like that. But he was a lottery winner who had taken his money and then started like a, a fitness business. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's great. That's a good idea. Like yeah. he's investing in a business with his, with his earnings. But then, and he was talking about how crazy it was to be a regular person for most of his life. And now he's like buying this crazy house. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think we would do that either. I don't think we would spend 26 grand a month on a house. I think we would, I would want to have enough money to, 
like just live how we're living forever yeah but not have to work on things that we don't want to work on yeah you know what i mean just yeah. have that that that's the that's the freedom i'm looking for that's all i want is the that's all i ever want yeah is i don't like yeah to just not have to do something stupid to pay the bills to be able to have be everything happy. paid off and then just do what i want to do not work to live but live and work right right because i like to work like I have just, yeah I just want to enjoy what I'm doing. Right. Like what if you were able to like have all all of our stuff was taken care of. You could work a few months at a time on like a movie or something and then, Mm -hmm. you know, then just, you know, have a few months off or whatever. You know, that kind of thing would be fantastic to do other sort of things that help out and volunteer. And right. I think the number one reason why I don't volunteer now is because I feel like it's like, like it's, it's all I have inside me to be able to take care of myself and work mm-hmm. the job that I do. And I don't know if I have the mental capacity to help volunteer, but maybe, maybe that's not true. Maybe that's a shitty thing to say. I don't know. No, I think, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a, um, probably a common thought that your, your, your bandwidth can only stretch so far. Yeah. And if you're, you know, it, it, when you're working, and doing something that's not necessarily overly inspiring yeah. or something that's mentally taxing. Like your job is very mentally taxing. You work a lot of long hours doing very complicated analysis of things. Like your brain hurts at the end of the day. Yeah. Like you don't necessarily have the ability to then be able to do something else. Like it's like, a, like our podcast and things we do uh, outside of work are fun, but it's also like, it's tough to add more into that right now because of just the hours we work. Yeah. It's just tough. And we are fortunate enough to work for a company that, um, encourages, uh, volunteer work and Mm -hmm. actually gives you 40 hours of volunteer time to help out in the community community. And that's cool. That's true. That, that is something we should take advantage of in the coming year is to use like our company gives us like a week's worth of pay to Mm -hmm. volunteer for stuff in the community. And then they pay us. Yeah. We just, you just enter your, time as volunteer time and then they, they pay you yeah and you get to spend the day doing fun stuff somewhere maybe let's do that let's do that if the world has things available to help with yeah let's <laughs> let's do something fun let's do habitat for humanity or yeah something. i think that'd be fantastic you heard it here folks kevin and i are committing we are going to do it this year we're going to volunteer we're going to volunteer take advantage of that uh speaking of volunteering and taking advantage of oh. uh, it has nothing to do with the second headline uh, <laughs> great segue yeah a woman inadvertently saves the life of a stranger with a potato <laughs> i just imagine somebody like uh like they're at like an outdoor cafe by the river and they're like cutting a french fry and it or they have like a baked potato and it flies off the plate and there's a guy drowning and the potato he grabs onto and that's enough buoyancy to bring them up and bring save them back up. Yeah. Right. Oh, and he gets dinner. And Man, it, what a lucky God, these guys. What a good day. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> was drowning to having a great dinner. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's chives and sour cream involved. It's great. Come on. <laughs> and cheddar cheese. Come on, dude. Man. You're living the life of Riley. Oh, man. So oh, s- inadvertently saves a person's life with a potato. Yeah. God, what could that mean? That's such a strange thing. Maybe, maybe they were in a grocery store and like they were carrying a bag of potatoes and it fell out of the, the bag. Like the bag broke oh, okay. for some reason. Maybe it rolled out in front of the stranger's legs 
while if that if they hadn't stopped for that that potato oh like a bus could have ran them over or something. something like that yeah yeah i see what you're talking inside about. the supermarket yeah yeah well you never some people are terrible drivers maybe it could have been a towering uh stack of cans yeah yeah it could have come down mm-hmm. that's true i never thought of, of that baked way. beans i don't know <laughs> That's a, that makes sense. You could possibly be like a, the potato. Just a circumstance of chance. Right. It kind of it caused them to change direction mm-hmm. and they avoided maybe, I mean, you think about that sometimes, like when you, sometimes when you're just out and about in the world and you drive by something that's happened, that's bad, like an accident or something, you think, geez, you know, one little small change in that routine or maybe in my routine, I avoided this from happening to me. Yeah. So uh, this could very well be what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. potato. Yeah, I don't think it would be inadvertently like the person was like, uh, I really need to pierce my ear by myself here in this grocery store. Oh, you have a potato to put behind my ear? Perfect. You saved me. Thanks. <laughs> Do you ever do that? I've never pierced my ear with ice and potato and needle. Oh. No, no, I've never done that. I've, I know people who have. Me too. Like I remember someone doing that at a party once when I was in high school. That just seemed like such a bad idea. All my piercings were professionally done. As they should be. Yeah. As were mine. Yeah. I had my ear pierced. I We went to the mall one day and I just had to get my ear pierced. And I just went off and got... <laughs> they didn't. I was underage. They didn't check my ID or anything. And I showed up at dinner with an earring. My mom, my mom and dad were so pissed. <laughs> they couldn't believe I did that. Oh, the first time I got my nose pierced, because I had it pierced twice. Um, so the first time I got it pierced, I was still a few weeks shy of turning 18. Mm. And I went to this seedy little uh, tattoo and piercing parlor in a small town outside of the city where my college was. And, uh, and um, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, I, I got my nose pierced by this guy who's very nice, super, super nice. His whole face was covered in tattoos. Like, like he even had eyeliner and his eyebrows, like he was covered. And my friends were getting their piercings and and tattoos or whatever they were getting. And, um, at one point the lights just went right out and I passed out. Oh no. Like I was like, I was already done. And I was like, I don't know, walking around the tattoo parlor and I passed out. I don't remember what happened. Really? But when I, when I came to, I had this very scary tattoo man above me, very concerned. Oh no. And like, I, I don't know if it was a pit bull or whatever it was. It was like a big dog that was also in my face. Oh, and I geez. was like, what just happened? And he passed out again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the dog was excited and like, oh, she's, she's up. <laughs> like, you know how dogs are. Yeah, and the, yeah. huh. um, and the guy was like shouting at someone who was working in the parlor with him. It was like, go across the street, get her some orange juice and Swedish fish. And they made me eat Swedish fish. And that was the day I discovered I don't like them. Why Swedish fish? Because it had sugar in it. My adrenaline was so high really? from getting my nose pierced that I passed out. Holy cow. I never heard of such a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they stuffed me full of sugar. <laughs> That's so funny. I did not pass out the second time I got my nose pierced. So. Just an odd choice for sweet, or Swedish fish, like a more sugary I don't know. Like it's an odd, I don't know. Uh, Maybe that's what was available. Yeah, that's really yeah. funny. So, um, get me, get this girl some uh, some orange juice. Get me Swedish fish. I really need a snack. <laughs> no, I didn't say give those to oh, her. Oh man, what a jip! But they were really freaking out because I was underage, and they, oh, they man. you know, what if uh, 
something like there was a medical oh, condition right, or something right. and they, they would be held liable. Did they give you like a discount or anything like that? Or Mm-mm. they just told you to keep your mouth shut? Yep. That's it. <laughs> oh, and I did. I did. You should. Let's let's call them out right now. And get that place shut down. <laughs> I have no idea what the name of it is, even if it's still there. <laughs> I but I will remember that guy distinctly. Oh, my God. How crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I went off to the mall and I got my belly button pierced and I didn't tell my parents and I showed them at dinner. You know, what's weird is they, they put a tiny potato up my nose to pierce my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Salt potato. You got a little gold potato <laughs> nose <laughs> ring. You love potatoes. You kind of gold. You just love potatoes. I mean, who doesn't love potatoes really? Who doesn't? They're a great oh, food. Oh man. I love them. In every form. Baked, smashed, mashed, saladed. Oh, saladed. Yeah. Potato salad. I yeah. never thought I'd ever quite heard it said that way. <laughs> saladed. <laughs> I'm going to take these potatoes and salad them. <laughs> All right. French fried. <laughs> I, you know, when you were mentioning different types of potatoes, uh, mashed potatoes, I that those sound really good right now. <sighs> Everything sounds good right mm, now because we're hungry. So hungry. Uh, yeah. Um, Potatoes were always a, a staple in, in my house growing up. Like yeah. it was always like meat, some sort of canned vegetable and, uh, potatoes that have been boiled and then you mash it down with your fork yeah. and then you slather butter on top. That's what we did too. Th- those were the kind of potatoes we had most yeah. of the time too. Although I do remember my mom, like when she was, uh, at home, uh, growing up for a while, I remember her making mashed potatoes quite a bit with like a mixer. Man, that's like a, a real luxurious yeah, way to have potatoes. I like I we was like, spoiled. wow, it's a holiday. Yeah, no, this was like Tuesday at my house. But uh, yeah, but yeah, as we got older, it was definitely like uh, the the kind of here's some boiled potatoes. You mash them up and put some salt on them and pepper. I'm not mad about it. No, me neither. Still love it. They're still delicious, yeah. but definitely the whipped kind of potato is the way to go if you can get that. Yeah. Like those Bob Evans things of potatoes are already made up. Yeah. Those are great when you're sick and you don't want Or to. when you get your wisdom teeth out. I know. I lived <laughs> That's true. You did. You had those. and um, Mac and cheese. Mac- and uh, it was probably the only other time in my life I ever ate SpaghettiOs. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we had all kinds of little things like that for you. I remember that. Oh, your poor wisdom teeth. <laughs> that was a lot. Oh. So, um... Who knew? Potatoes can save lives. I had no idea. Yeah. It's got to be like a, a redirection because I don't know if... Unless somebody... Um, I don't know. Like, well, it's were, inadvertent. So, right. It's got to be some kind of, yeah. How could it be? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of other scenarios where it could be inadvertent. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this, um, or maybe the person like was walking by, uh, there was like a, maybe there was a terrible situation with like a, a gun or something. And the person happened to be walking by, uh, as a gun went off and the potatoes kind of helped the, you know, bullet not pierce them or something yeah yeah that's this amazing inadvertent kind of thing that's you know? a real hero story yeah, a real hero yeah or uh maybe this woman was walking by a storefront this guy was trying to t- change a light bulb the light bulb broke he went to stick his fingers up and she was like no use this potato <laughs> and so he was like what and she was like no you gotta use this potato cut it in half stick it up into the broken light bulb turn it left voila you got this potato out or that you got this light bulb out wait is that how you get a broken light bulb out is a potato yeah wow never heard that before no have you had to do that before no i've never had to do it because wow. i've never broken a light bulb i'm well. not a monster <laughs> that's why you that's, don't twist them in there so tight that, well that's you know me i'm a twister um <laughs> i didn't know that's a pretty that's a pretty ingenious uh hack there i didn't know that no it could be or maybe they threw a potato so you don't get electrocuted 
and maybe the person yeah maybe the potato knocked uh, knocked their hand out of the way of something yeah too. that could be too mm-hmm. maybe it was a circumstance where um maybe they were walking down the street woman was walking in front of them she dropped the potato the person stopped to pick up the potato and had they not stopped maybe a air conditioner or a piano would have fallen on their head that's true yeah or some sort of steel beam right, right. or scaffolding a scaffolding people were doing some window washing and the scaffolding broke yeah you know it could be yeah i think that's i i, I feel like it's got to be some kind of misdirection not a misdirection but yeah like the potato somehow caused, domino effect yeah it definitely had a, a butterfly effect yeah Remember that movie yeah, that was a good movie. I've never seen it. No, I think you'd like it. I think I probably would too. It's got Ashton Kutcher in it, and I'd be okay with time it. travel. Okay, <laughs> butterflies, alternate realities, or whatever, whatnot, and then butterflies. Yeah, and that guy that was real fat that's now real skinny. Josh Gad? Nope, different one. Uh, he was on that. Kevin sh- Dylan. Nope. No. Kevin Hart. Nope. Uh, Neilans. Nope. Meanie. Of bob James. and silent bob and no kevin smith that's another fat guy that's skinny now well there's a lot of a lot of fat redemptions jonah happening. ray <laughs> I said, uh, he's the guy who was in john um, goodman <laughs> people are really getting into good shape this year are they? Boy, people are really turning their lives around this is really good uh he was the guy, that guy from this is us <laughs> <laughs> uh he was in that show my name is earl not the main guy earl i said not the main guy (laughs) (laughs) he was in that show uh this guy i think is his name i thought that said slurpee and i was like oh that's a bad last name yeah you know ethan slurpee yeah that's hard to see in that picture oh he was in uh friday was that friday night lights or whatever that was maybe no remember the titans that's what the yeah, that guy. Dang, he's something now. He's very different, isn't wow. he? Wow. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> yeah, he was in... Uh, yeah, look at him. Wow. Was, yeah, because that was him in Remember the Titans. Oh, okay. He was uh, all, In the Jersey. The 13 oh, Jersey. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you're right. Dang. He was, uh, he was also in... You mentioned Kevin Smith. I believe he is in one of the Jay and Silent Bob movies as like a like a fan at like a at a show or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but yeah. Hmm. But yeah. Wow. So not that guy. A lot of fat guys <laughs> getting thin these days. Fat guys getting thin. Very 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost 20 pounds. You look great. Thank you. I love you. Well, you seem to like this guy a lot more from your way you were looking at those pictures. No. I'm just kidding. I'll put on a tight jersey like that for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it you want to remember my titan <laughs> how can you forget <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs> oh, speaking of otherworldly experiences real bad with segways early couple oh excuse me elderly couple early couple, early couple. <laughs> i can't read i'm laughing so hard uh elderly couple recalls their otherworldly museum tour with a ghost yeah what's that all about no i'm asking what's it all about no uh, what's it all about so otherworldly museum with a ghost so do you think that they were like in a museum and then they had someone guiding them and then they found out that they weren't there wasn't like a real guide yeah 
or was it something they dreamt together or some kind of experience they had Whoa. psychically together? Maybe they both dreamt they were there. You think that's possible? I think anything's possible because I had, I had a dream that came true this week and that was weird. That was super weird. Yeah. Just real quick, guys. Uh, our cat has been missing her favorite toy that she's had since she was a kitten. And this cat's been with us for a decade. And She's 15. And she carries this toy around and meows within her mouth. She, it's like it's her, her little, baby. it's like a little baby. She loves it. So it's been missing for weeks and our cat has been very stressed out acting. I think because of that. Yeah. Uh, just meowing at night, kind of that caterwauling, yowling sound, you know, we tried to find it before we went on vacation. No avail. Couldn't find it. So I had a dream the other night that I found it. Uh, in the dream, it wasn't exactly, our apartment but it was similar it was like it's you know the same vibe and it was in a place where we have our other toys i lifted up a thing and it was there underneath it and i was like oh. so when i woke up the next morning i thought i was telling tiffany i was like i had dreamt i found that toy and it was kind of like by where that area by her cat tree where we have all of her toys it was kind of like in an area like that and i was like i think i've already checked over there but why don't you give it a try and i thought i had checked over there too but what i had never done before is picked up the little basket of toys and looked underneath it and as soon as i did there was the toy. Yeah. Been missing for like a month. Dreams. And it was the dream. It inspired this uh, revelation. And yeah. I never had that happen before. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Sometimes they're helpful. Our cat still is yowling all the time. So who knows what that was really the cause of it. But it's, it feels good to have her toy back. Yeah. We're working on it. She seems a lot better. Though. I, yeah, she does. Yeah. She Holy was crap. Yeah. She's been very, very. Uh, uh, Content. Yes. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. So maybe, okay. Let's talk about your first theory. Yes. Where you said that maybe it was someone that they encountered in, in the museum. museum and then they walk through. So it was something yeah. that they recalled. So do you think maybe it would be before COVID times? Cause I feel yeah. like a ghost would stick out Yeah. if they weren't wearing a mask. Right. I mean, ghosts may wear masks. I don't know. They might. I don't know. They yeah. want maybe just to make one, us feel comfortable. Don't want to scare you too much. I'm yeah. being safe doing socially distant. Yeah. Ghosts must stay six feet apart at this point. It's and six feet under preferably. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's more COVID safe than a cemetery. <laughs> Six feet under and six feet apart. We are taking COVID very seriously <laughs> at Evergreen's Memorial Cemetery. <laughs> Your loved one will stay socially distant forever. <laughs> we don't know if we're ever going to overcome this pandemic, but one thing's for sure. You'll, your loved one will never have to worry. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> 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 yes. Well, you, know <laughs> you know what I was thinking of was uh, we went to the, I believe it was the Mount Washington Resort. Yes. When we were there with the ghost hunters, right? Wasn't that like, wasn't like yep. Adam and Amy, Amy and they were Brit. all there, right? Yeah. So I remember being in one part of the ghost hunting. Chip Coffee, he was there Chip too. Coffee. We had a lot of great, uh, we had a lot of great ghost uh, adventures at one point in our lives. Um, we were at this thing and we were in a room and it was kind of like one of those, it was like one of those flashlights ghost sessions where you, it's a weird technique if you've never watched Ghost Hunters before, where they take like a flashlight and they'll unscrew the battery part just enough to where 
like a slight man- movement could cause the light to flicker. Mm-hmm. And then they set up a couple flashlights and they ask questions. And if, you know, if the answer So then is, one's a yes and one's a no. Right. It'll blink once if it's this, do this, you know, that kind of thing. And so you start asking questions. And so they're doing this session, which sometimes on television seems compelling because it does seem like it, it does seem like the same questions get the same answers, even though they're asked in different order, just to kind of confirm, you know, whatever. But what we were experiencing was like a very, it didn't seem very legit to me in the sense that they were trying, but it was a real reach. Like they were asking questions and then like the light would flicker several seconds later and they would be like, "Uh, see, it was, it was a yes. And it was like, "Eh, I don't know if it's a yes. It seemed like a stretch. But anyway, while we were there, one of the guys, the I think it was the Adam guy, one of those guys in charge there, was talking about how somebody on the previous tour had encountered like a full-bodied, solid apparition, and they had like an old Coke can in their hand. It was like a dirty Coke can. Yeah. Do you remember this? I forgot about this. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, and so this person was, and it, the person was acting very frantic, and then they just sort of disappeared, not in front of anybody's eyes, but they... They were like part of the groups. They just assumed they were part of the group. Right. But the, uh, the dirty Coke can was like, what is this person doing with the dirty Coke can? And then all of a sudden, the person was not in the room anymore, and they don't know. And so the long story short, it appeared to be like a full bodied normal quote unquote solid human being but was really some kind of ghostly experience yeah so i'm thinking maybe something like that happened in this museum where maybe it was a full bodied solid being and then all of a sudden they were gone maybe they were a former curator for this museum right right. it was their life life's work and maybe they loved it so much they wanted to do one last tour yeah you know or maybe they're there all the time and they appear solid to certain people and i hope that it doesn't mean that this elderly elderly couple is passing away anytime soon right right. i think it was it was probably a long time ago yeah but yeah it had to have been pre well i mean we did just go to museums right now well the during a pandemic so things are opening up around different places but if i had a tour guide that was like let me show you around this museum and they weren't wearing a mask i'd be like no thank you well that is yeah that is true because i did for yeah you're right i forgot about that part of it It would have to have a mask unless it was like you said unless it was uh, the ghost knew of its of the current situation and was trying to be blended in with its circumstances but that also then takes it to a weird extreme yeah that's like doppelganger demonic stuff so (laughs) doppelganger demonic i saw them open up for uh rob zombie back in 97 they were a great band no way (laughs) no way (laughs) um yeah i think you're right so it had to have been pre uh, pre uh pandemic Mm -hmm. um but yeah that, that so the idea that sometimes maybe an apparition could fully form and appear to be lifelike which uh i know we've we've talked about our ghost experience in the past i've i've seen solid things before right in my life and i've seen things that aren't that are sort solid. of transparent in, yeah. in nature so and what it was i don't know but it that's what my brain interpreted what i saw and maybe yep. maybe there's an explanation for it but certainly in that moment it appeared to be something supernatural right and i'm open to it being real and, and something explainable i just don't know what that is yeah so figure it out and let me know <laughs> you do the work we'll just talk yeah, about it i just don't care in a sort of non-educational sort of way because we're just making presumptions based right. on things that we skim on the internet yeah i don't know what's going on i don't have time to read <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the couple so the, how do you think they found out do you think that they got done with a tour and then they looked and there was like a painting of like this museum is in memoriam for herbert johnson 
the first curator of the museum who died tragically 25 years ago. Yeah. And it was the same date that it was. And like, oh my God, that was the guy. Oh, that's today's day. Oh, look, that was Herbert. He's the one that gave us a tour. Wait, what? What? <laughs> I imagine that couple would talk like that. I do too. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what if it was something that they experienced on like, um, maybe one of their favorite vacations and like, they've never really talked about it before, mm. but it was like, maybe something they wanted to share with their kids now. Cause it's like, I don't know, maybe more acceptable to talk about ghosts or creepy things, or yeah. maybe it's just a story that's finally kind of caught headlines because, um, uh, someone in their family was like, Hey, it's Halloween season. Why don't you grandma and grandpa, why don't you tell our local news channel, yeah. this story of something really cool that you experienced. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, back in the seventies. Right. You do, you do get that a lot, especially around here around Halloween time. The news always does like little segments on yeah. haunted things in the area. And yeah. Yeah. I could see that too. I could Absolutely. see the family like coming forward with the story after all these years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that would be kind of neat. It would be. Do you think you've ever had an interaction with a full bodied spirit before and just didn't know it? No, I don't, I don't think so. I I mean, I've never had like a weird encounter where someone said something and it was like, Whoa, are you otherworldly? No. Yeah. I kind of, I remember somebody, uh, I just thought of this, somebody that I dated in high school many years later. I remember we reconnected and we were kind of friends for, for a bit. Um, they had, they were involved in like a car accident and they believed that some kind of angel had, um, I mean, they weren't seriously, I don't remember if, I don't think that anybody was seriously injured. Maybe the other driver, I don't remember, but they were very rattled by what had happened. And then somebody was right there with them to kind of comfort them right after it happened. And then they kind of disappeared and they, they thought that it was some kind of uh, divine or um, angelic encounter of some kind, like maybe Otherworldly. A, like a guardian angel or somebody was there not of this world to comfort them at a time when they were really, really frazzled. Oh, wow. Um, that's what they believed. It could have been a real person that just pieced out. It could have been maybe um, uh, something that was uh, hallucinated. Maybe if they were, if they had a head injury, I don't know, but they felt comforted by the fact that they had this sort of otherworldly encounter. So who cares whether someone. it's real or not? So right. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, they still, still felt better about mm-hmm. a very tough situation they were in. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't really matter. No. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So that's interesting. Yeah. I hadn't yeah. thought about that in many years, but, um, but hopefully this couple had a great museum experience. Yeah. What kind of museum do you think it was? Mm, let's see. Probably, I was just thinking like a regular, just like an art museum. Like a normal, yeah. your normal like city of... Nothing like specific. Yeah. Not like the museum of geriatric circus performers. Right. Right. No. I think they were younger when they saw, went to this museum too. So oh, I don't think they true. were into that yet. Right. Right. Because you don't... Yeah. Because old people don't go to old people museums. No. Like everyone old people go- are an old people museum. <laughs> Full of artifacts. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, so one of these headlines is real. Yes, that's that's difficult to pick. <laughs> uh, so we have uh-huh. the um, we have the guy finding ten grand in the house. Yep. We have the woman who saved someone's life inadvertently with a potato. Yeah. And then we have the elderly ghost tour people. Yeah. Man, this is this is tough. I'm gonna say this, Tiffany. I don't want you to get mad. Okay. I'm gonna guess, and if I guess correctly, please don't get mad. Okay. I want to go with the ghost. The ghost one? Yeah. 
Kevin, that is a fake headline. You, how dare you? I don't know. <laughs> that was good. It's October. Um, how is it possible that a potato inadvertently saved a life? I don't know. I'm going to go is. with it. I'm going to go with it as a real story. Kevin, that is a fake headline. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. I wanted that one to be real. <laughs> I wanted to hear how this happened. <laughs> so the real story is the 10 grand. It is. Really? It so is. Tell me more. And I had to use this, this article um, because this man was renovating a home in Chicago. No way. Found $10,000 hidden in a living room. Wow. Like gangster money or something to me, right? <laughs> I know. Isn't that scary? It's Al Capone's money. <laughs> I would give it back because it could be tied could to be. organized crime. You don't know. <laughs> it might still exist there. It might. I don't know. So uh, this is from people.com. Jim Dow found the money hidden in five envelopes scattered throughout the living room, including behind the couch and behind a picture frame. Wow. When Gloria Carter recently moved out of the Chicago home she'd lived in for the past five decades, she accidentally left a few things behind, including $10,000 in cash. Wow. But when the new owner, Jim Dow, discovered the money, he didn't think twice about returning it to its rightful owner. I think there are good people in the world, and I'm not the only one who would have done the same thing, he told WBBM, local news station. Mm-hmm. Dow, who works with real estate investment franchisor Homevestors, recently bought the the home from Carter with plans to renovate it. Considering he's flipped more than 50 houses in the last five years, Dow has seen a lot, but never before such a large amount of money, which he said left him shocked. Mm. Dow reportedly discovered five different envelopes scattered throughout the living room that contained a total of $10,000. Some were behind the couch, while another was found behind a photo hanging on the wall. That's clever. Wow. Behind the couch, there were two bankers' withdrawal envelopes. So I think she left. She, I think that she felt her safest place for her money was kind of hidden around the house. Mm-hmm. It was kind of surreal. Probably gone through the depression and banks collapsing. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like the the hiding your money under your mattress is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like people really did that. Yeah. It was kind of surreal. I thought it might be, I thought it might be like being on some kind of reality TV show. <laughs> Dow, remar- return- Dow returned the money to Carter upon finding it, which led her son, Anthony Carter, to praise him for his professionalism. Yeah, I think, you know, knowing that this money was a was like an elderly woman's money, like, yeah, absolutely, I could not keep it. Yeah. Like, if you just found money in a house that you'd been in for like 20 years and like all of a sudden you found money in there... Uh, I guess it'd be a little bit different, but yeah. if you just moved in and like, you know, an old lady lived there You're and you planning found, to... you found bank slips and stuff and you know, this is her money. You've mm-hmm. got to give it back to her. Yeah. You can't screw an old lady out of money. Yeah. That she's going to live on. That's, that's screwy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, throughout the process, Jim was both responsive and professional while being extraordinarily trustworthy and honest. Carter oh. wrote, he helped my family avoid a significant significant financial loss yeah. by calling us after our business dealings had officially been completed to return approximately five envelopes he had found around the house containing over $10,000. Wow. And after returning his money, Mr. Dow refused to accept a reward, instead uh-huh. asking us to just pay it forward. That's awesome. Yeah. I love those kind of stories. Yeah, that's that, great. There are still good people yeah. out there. And there was a good person in Chicago to do something like that. And I, I felt like because we were just in Chicago, this hap- this story came out on October 7th. 
and our uh, anniversary yeah and because we were just there um it seemed like the right headline to use for (laughs) this week's episode yeah absolutely i love a good feel-good story like that. me too that's awesome yeah Oh, that's great. Well, good job this week, babe. That was a lot of fun. You too. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Stay six feet apart and six feet under out there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so Maybe good. not six feet under, but yeah, I mean, eventually we'll all be there, but I mean, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Not now. Yeah. Well, stay six feet apart uh, to horizontally, prevent, not vertically. To prevent being six feet under. <laughs> right. Like, that's the, that's the main goal. Right. Think, right. Exactly. Is that too dark? I don't no, know. It's I, October. I think it's a great new, I think it's a great new shirt that we could create and give money to like pandemic relief like yeah stay six feet apart so you're not six feet under yeah so you're not stay six of fart stay six of farts <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a big seller babe yeah stay six of fa- six of fart vertically <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying i don't know you know what i'm getting at uh-huh. okay <laughs> god <laughs> holy cow uh, you know oh. what they say So, folks, that's Fake Headlines Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want more, please check us out online at fakeheadlinespodcast.com. You can also find us on social media at Fake Headlines Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Yes, and at Fake Head Pod over on Twitter. Yeah, you can always email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. This is a great way to reach out to us. And uh, if you have something like maybe uh, a fun story to tell us or maybe a fun headline that you've come across, um, yeah, this that's a great way to communicate with us. Yeah, or also you can send us a fake a fake book message or Facebook message yeah. uh, through our uh, Facebook page as well. And uh, if you have any ghost stories or anything fun for Halloween stuff, let us know. We'll love to share it. Yeah. We'd love we, to hear that kind of stuff. We love it. Um, if you wouldn't mind, please tell your friends about our show. Even better, go to Apple Podcasts or anywhere where you can review our show. And give us five stars. Leave a nice little review. You don't even have to write anything. But if you want to give us five stars, it's a great, great way for us to uh, boost our ratings and yeah. also get more people to see us. We 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 want to keep doing the show, and um, you know, it's always more enticing when you know that people are loving it as much as we are. Yeah. So thanks, for, and thank you for what you've been doing so far with that. We really appreciate it. We've been on the Apple Podcast charts in. Uh, Taiwan and in New Zealand, in Australia, in the UK, in the United States. So thank you for what you're doing. And just again, click the five stars on there. It just, it helps us to stay relevant in the algorithm. So when people are listening to other comedy podcasts, it pop our, we pop up as a suggestion and it just helps us grow and, and get in front of more uh, ears. Yeah. So thanks for that. And uh, we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye.